Welcome to the Self-Esteem and Confidence Mindset with me, Johnny Pardo. Welcome back to the Self-Esteem and Confidence Mindset podcast with me, Johnny Pardo. Today, I welcome Dory, where we're going to be talking about self-confidence, divorce, and bouncing back, and much, much more, and the mindset around those things. So, Dory Grassar is the author of Looking for Redbirds, 40 Days of Encouragement That You're Never Alone. She coaches and consults with women, helping them get past their fears so they can start creating happier lives. So welcome to the show, Dory. Pleased to have you here and looking forward to our conversation. So could you tell us a little bit about what got you into this area about empowering women, uh, you know, get past their fears and maybe a little bit about your story in the past that that encouraged you to do this? Oh, gosh. Well, first of all, thank, thank you for having me today. I really appreciate you giving me the time. And um, gosh, um, I would have to say the thing that really encouraged me the most to write the book was just to share my experiences and kind of my triumph over some things that I battled with during that time of my life. And I thought I didn't want that experience to kind of go to waste and not, I guess, share it with other women who might need you know, some light shown on the situation and to see how maybe they can turn things around for themselves too. Mm. Okay, great. So yeah, like helping, yeah, helping them maybe when they're in darker times or more challenging times to actually see some of some of that light a little bit more. Um, so yeah, like obviously you, like one of the things we're going to, main thing we're going to be talking about today is like, uh, or one of the things is divorce and actually overcoming uh some of the challenges in that like i myself being through like sort of like setbacks in the sort of like you know the intimate area of life and things like that or the dating scene um and you know like i always think out of like any area of life like you know public speaking is always a challenge for people things like get i've had so you know my me personally had job rejections going into a workplace you know you can lack confidence uh-huh. and then you start especially in earlier days like real lack of self-esteem and belief in myself but for me personally like there's nothing that challenges that more than your close relationship with your you know with your partner or the person you're seeing um so yeah I guess like at the beginning stages of a divorce where it seems perhaps really really difficult and really like hard mentally and emotionally are there any kind of initial steps that can help you get going or, or kind of manage some of those emotions a little bit better for you that you found? I, I mean, in looking back, I feel like I really couldn't move forward from the situation emotionally, you know, spiritually until I did some healing on myself. I mean, you, people talk about mindset and all that. You know, and I've had friends that have gone through divorces and they're still kind of in that same mindset that this is how life is going to be. You know, I'm unworthy. I'll never find anybody. And and I went through that myself as well. But uh, there was a point where I almost had an epiphany that you can't have 
self-confidence or self-esteem until you heal emotionally. Mm -hmm. And so I did a lot of work on that and just, you know, deal with some unhealed childhood issues about abandonment and feeling unworthy and feeling unseen and dealing with loneliness. And I think the divorce kind of like, um, the divorce just kind of like brought light to all that. And I didn't realize, I didn't realize that about myself. And so I think just starting to heal ourselves emotionally first is the first step to stepping forward into another life after you're divorced. Mm, yeah, I can totally relate as well. Like sometimes, I mean, for me personally and people I, you know, I've, I've coached in the past and maybe you can relate to the people you've worked with as well. There's like, you think you're, you know, you're generally, you're okay when things are going smooth or, you know, average or okay don't necessarily notice some of these these deeper challenges, but when perhaps even not necessarily a divorce, but for me, like losing a job or like, you know, being ghosted by someone when it's been going really well or um, I don't know, just like a harsh bit, of, a really harsh bit of criticism in the workplace. That really kind of for me brought up some of those things rather than when things are like okay and steady and perhaps you're just like, okay, life is okay. So, yeah, I, I personally relate to that as well. And I've, I think a lot of people I've spoken to have as well. Um, so, yeah, thanks for sharing your experience of they're actually brought to the service surface uh, when that happened. Um, I guess for you, like, how did you discover some of these like healing tools? Was it like a bit of research that you did? Did you like seek out someone who was going through it? I mean, what got you started on discovering some of these healing techniques? That's a really good question. Um, I think the the first thing was just noticing that I tended to isolate myself. And mm. I think there's a big difference between isolation and solitude. You know, um, when you isolate yourself, it feeds loneliness and it's just, it just feeds more of that bad energy. And then solitude is something different. I found that when I, when I started doing things that kind of fed my soul or spent time out in nature, or, you know, I like to write or I like to paint or, or, or to do kind things for other people, even when I was hurting it, it almost like it almost was healing for me to help other people and not be in my own, my own darkness, I guess. Um, and I guess you said for a tool was just looking at situations with spiritual eyes. I don't know how to explain it. Like, um, can mm -hmm. I share like a little story? Yes. Yeah, sure. It's a little bit better. So, so right after my divorce, so I, I had been married. I had known him since I was 20 and when we separated, I think I was 34 or 35. So mm -hmm. that's all I knew. You know, I was a wife, a mom, and that was my life. But um, I had gotten a two-bedroom apartment with three small children. And I remember this as clear as day, specifically sitting at my desk, which was overlooking like a, like a wooded area in front of some trees. And I was just kind of sitting there having a little pity party and 
and asking God how I was going to do it because I had been a stay-at-home mom for so long and I didn't know how I was going to take care of my my children and you know the whole finances and just Mm -hmm. change of life and um, I look up at that very moment and there was a small little sparrow that came to sit on the windowsill and it, it just made me think of that scripture, that verse about, um, gosh, what was it? It was, um, oh, it says, even the sparrow has found a home. And I thought, you know, God is always with us. And it just gave me so much comfort. So I think the first tool or the answer to your question is um, just looking at things with spiritual eyes and, you know, trying to decipher what the meaning of it is. Mm. yeah looking looking at a different like perception and it's amazing it's 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 amazing how some of those like what you could perceive as a small little little action of or something happening like a sparrow coming towards you can actually get you thinking in a different way uh towards it and sort of like linked to that i'm always um i'm always curious like because we, we can look at things in different ways and I'm glad you shared the healing because um, I remember I used to just be like in that mindset of like, go, 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 hustle, hustle, hustle. Now I do have to do quite a lot of work to pull myself back from that now, but there's like, you know, there's a lot of this healing work, uh, you know, that is, I believe never for me personally is going to end because we're always growing and evolving um, and there's always stuff to, to work through. Um, but like for you, was there, in terms of that perception, did you notice there was a point of maybe you're asking yourself certain questions when it was more challenging to, you know, better questions, um, or like more empowering questions, probably a better word, um, as you went through your, your journey, like, oh, look at that amazing sparrow. How can I look (laughs) live more like that? Or rather than oh what's going to happen or what if that goes bad i just i'm just curious if there's any element of that and maybe some of those narratives or questions shifted in your mind well i mean i i think that was a pivotal moment for me i know it kind of seems insignificant but it reminded me that i wasn't really alone and that there's i mean i mean not just in a spiritual way but it made me it reminded me that you know i had friends that loved me you know, I have, I had children that loved me and it was just one of those things that reminded me to just, um, kind of look at things differently. Cause I think our tendency is to always look at the negative and it's so hard not to, when you're going through that and you don't even know what's going to happen in, you know, the next, you know, two, three weeks or two, three years ahead of you. Um, so I, I just think, and, and it was hard to do things by myself. I wasn't used to that. I was always with somebody. And so like, I remember, you know, going out for the first time or out to dinner and my girlfriend said, well, you know, just meet me in there at the bar. And I'm like, well, I can't, I can't sit at the bar by myself. <laughs> you know, it just was a strange concept to me, but I think, I think the other thing that's really important to do for others is just start doing things that make your your heart sing like if you like hiking or biking or working out or painting while you're doing those things you kind of emit joyful energy and then someone with that joyful energy 
I, I think will be attracted back to you, you know, because you're just, living, you're just living life. And, and I think people would be attracted to that. Or maybe opportunities as well. Yeah. 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 Great. Okay. No, I, like, you know, like the way that you reminded yourself of all the great things uh, you've actually, you know, you've got and that, and you know your friends family so yeah i i guess i wanted to touch a little bit on uh like the support now it may seem like a really simple thing to ask but sometimes these are the things we miss right um but like with how important for you was the as well as you know the way you saw life did the support you look for or ask for or may in your life make help you through this period I think having somebody that you trust, I, I feel like it's dangerous when you talk to uh, too many people about a situation you're going through. Mm. But I think, I think there's, I, I think there's strength in talking to people that you trust, mm -hmm. that you admire, that you have wisdom, you know, that you can gain wisdom from and that have lives that you admire um, and that you respect their opinion. I think, you know, holding your cards close, as they say, is important sometimes. And, and um, yeah, having the right role model to share with and, and uh, talk to is really beneficial during that time, especially. Hmm. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm with you 100%. And yeah. just what, what do you think, you know, sometimes, yeah, it's good. I first personally found it really useful to open up. And I know uh, there's there's lots of, you know, studies and things like that when actually you share it, do. What do you think, obviously touching on what you said about, you know, not sharing it with too many people, what do you think are the, the challenges with that, well, personally from your view? Well, sometimes if you're talking to the wrong people, they'll tell you what you want to hear instead of what you need to hear. Mm. you know it might be hard um also talking to too many people then you feel like you have to keep them posted all the time and some days you just don't want to do that you just want to be <laughs> private so I I think you know my grandmother always tell me told me that you'd have very many acquaintances in your life but very few friends and I think she's right and, and I think that's okay there's nothing you know wrong with having it a solid good two or three friends that you can depend on and help each other <laughs> mm. no, a, a solid solid foundation so you're talking what i'm what i'm sort of perceiving is quality rather than that that quantity you've got a good quality foundation definitely yeah i guess like I don't know if you felt this, but you can get too much comp. Well, there's enough of it in the world already. Too much conflicting information as well. I don't know if you've experienced that or views and what do I do? Oh, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And just, I think it's important too to to save some time for yourself too, and just to be in silence and not let the world creep in, just so that you know. No. I, I feel like you can kind of hear God a little bit better when everything else is silent or out in nature and 
it, I don't, it gives, I think it can give peace to people that are conflicted or confused about things or, you know, or, or if you're overwhelmed, like sometimes silence is good. Mm, I, I, funny <laughs> enough, I just had a, about 20 minutes before this, well, probably a little bit longer, I'd like a good sort of put 10 minutes in just sitting there and then surprising the amount of insight you get and you know like I'm on a run listening to stuff I'm like idea 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 and then it's just like okay I've got a decision to make and I like to make decisions not too long uh but take too long over them but it's like sometimes okay let's sit in silence and actually what I got back and my feedback personally was um not necessarily what I, I first thought, but it felt very more intuitive because I was just listening to someone else on the go. And I went, okay, that's the way forward. And it's just from that 10 minutes of silence. Um, so yeah, yeah. I'm, all, I'm all for, yeah, I, I'm definitely on that uh, that side of things as well with the sitting with yourself, but we don't find time <laughs> often. Yeah, and it doesn't have to be, you know, sitting still at a desk. Mm. It's like you, like you said, taking a walk in nature and not having headphones on and it almost forces you to, it forces you to be in a different, a different place emotionally. Hmm. Yeah. hundred percent. Um, a couple more things I, I wanted to, uh, just ask you about on, on this topic. Um, in terms of like, our like self-esteem going through like something like this, our relationship of ourselves, um, Obviously, like the, you know, there's there's been an element of how you feel about use. A lot of people are dependent on like other people. Um, you know, you know, there's always an element if you love someone or you like someone or you're connected in whatever kind of love it is. I I personally find that you know their view is going to matter if you're if they're close to you. Um, yes. But how did how can people? I mean, is there anything? that you did to kind of know that you were meant for more and really help your your self-esteem in this situation? I don't know. I don't know how to answer that because I have always felt like everyone has a purpose and I felt like the divorce was just a pivot point for me. I decided just to look at it that way. It, I couldn't control it. There was nothing I could do to change it. And so the empowering thing for me to do was just to not worry about every detail and just let it unfold the way it does because I knew that I was meant for more. I didn't, I don't know what that, didn't know what that looked like, you know, and that kind of led me to writing the book and, and so forth. But I, I think faith had a lot to do with it and just knowing that that we were meant for more. Hmm. That's and yeah, appreciate you you sharing your view on that. And yeah, well, imagine. Can you imagine if you if you didn't think that you were? What's what's the point of it all then? <laughs> hmm. Yeah, that's that's definitely a, a strong way of looking at it with the the perception. And yeah, thank you for sharing. You know, sharing your view on that one. Um. Yeah, def definitely a. A good way of thinking about it so dory um as we kind of like wrap up really is there is there anything else you'd like to share with us today um or maybe a final point and also 
Uh, if the listener wants to find you or find out more about some of your work, how you help people, uh, where can they find you? Oh, gosh. Okay. So one, uh, we'll start with the one tip. <laughs> um, I would say flip the script. As soon as you think something negative in your mind, you just flip it to the positive. Like, um, I'm going to park in the middle of the driveway. Um, like when I was single, I'm going to park in the middle of the driveway because it's m all my driveway now. And But instead, I parked on the side, leaving room emotionally and energetically for a new person to come in. Ooh. Or, you know, I started sleeping in the middle of the bed. Oh, this is great. You know, I'm sleeping in the middle of the bed. I don't have to share it with anybody. But then over time, I'm like, no, I'm going to sleep on the other side of the bed. And maybe, maybe it creates... I don't know. It just creates that energy for someone else to come be part of your life. So just putting those things in motion, I think that, that would be my tip. And then um, as far as where to find me, of course, just um, dorygrasslaw.com and my website and my coaching page. And um, my Instagram is just at dorygrasslaw. Brilliant. We'll be sure to link those up in the, in the show notes as well below. So, uh, Dory, just a massive thank you for coming on today. Oh, gosh. Thank you so much for having me, Johnny. <laughs> You're very welcome. And I know uh, the listener got a ton of value as well. So that concludes our episode mm -hmm. for today. And remember, you are in control of your own self-esteem and confidence.